G'day, g'day! Welcome to Game Day Gabe. I'm your host, Gabe the Babe, and you're about to get an insight to the college football world. Welcome to episode 12 of Game Day with Gabe Cooks fans. Are you ready for BYU football? Because we finally got a win this week, 31-28 at Boise State. Puka makes the catch of the year, and BYU wins because of it. Let's dive in and take a closer look. On the Smurf Surf on Saturday, BYU got the win of the year by Puka's amazing catch. It was a back-and-forth battle all game. In the first half, it was offense optional, but in the second half, it was defense optional. The score was 7-7 to at the half. Both teams were in a battle, and BYU had two interceptions. We led in every statistical category, but the game was still tied. Unfortunately, Boise jumped out to a 14-7 lead with a touchdown, and BYU kicked a field goal to bring it to 14-10. And And then, in the fourth quarter, this is where things get interesting. BYU goes up 17-10 because of a Pukunakua 30-yard touchdown catch. He's a beast. Boise State gets back, drives the field, and punches it in to go up 21-17. Then, BYU throws a 48-yard screenplay to Hinkley Ropati, our fourth-string running back, and he takes it to the house. BYU goes up 24-21. Boise State once again drives down the field and gets a touchdown on the board. They go up 24-28. And there's not a lot of time left at this point. I'd say only six minutes were left. BYU, with two minutes remaining, gets down to the five-yard line, and we it's first and goal, um, second and goal, third and goal, and on all three of those, we don't even get a yard forward. On fourth and goal, Jaron Hall throws up an iso pass to Pukunakua. Pukunakua gets P.I.'d, but he still manages to tip the ball with his right hand, extending away from the defender. He brings it into his body. He's horizontal at this point, gains possession, and somehow drags his right toe inbounds in the corner of the end zone to make it a catch. And if I had the video, I'd show you this right now, but this was the play of the year for BYU. If he hadn't gotten this, we wouldn't have won. But since Puka decided to not go down without the ball, BYU went up 31-28 to off the catch of the year. And I think that should be the best play of this college football week because it was just crazy what he did. Puka's so determined and he had a stat line of 15 catches for 156 yards and two touchdowns. Puka is a beast. I wish he would do that every game. When he's healthy like this, he just goes on fire and he he carried our team to the finish line. BYU got the win 31 to 28 on the Smurf turf and it marks the last time that we play Boise State for a long time, 10 years at least because we're joining the Big 12, and that rivalry comes to an end with BYU getting the win on the road. So it's so good. I'm really happy that Puka got that catch, and I'm sure all BYU fans are too. Unfortunately for Boise State fans, they're going to have to look forward to next time. But let's go Cougs! In the NFL, the New York Jets took down the Buffalo Bills on Sunday. Can you believe this? The Jets beating the Bills? No one would have seen this coming in a million years. The Jets aren't the same old Jets, and they just took down the Bills at home. 
thanks to Sauce. Sauce Gardner had an interception, and he's just locking down the best wide receiver on the other team game after game after game. He's definitely playing like the best rookie in the NFL right now. Sauce is... He's in contention for one of the best cornerbacks in the league. That's how good he is. I'm so glad the Jets have him. And Zach Wilson, he threw for two, one or one or two touchdowns on on the game, and it was only one touchdown. But he had a he had a great stat line. He did not throw any picks against the Bills defense. That's quite impressive. So the Jets also got lots of pressure on Josh Allen because their defensive line is so good. And on fourth down, the Jets came up big with their defense. Sauce Gardner made a great play in coverage. Josh Allen was trying to throw it to Gabe Davis, and it was incomplete because Sauce was covering him too good. And the Jets got the win 20-17 to with the kneel with 15 seconds left. So it's so exciting for them that the Jets are finally getting in contention again. Honestly, at this rate, they're, they're going to make the playoffs for sure, and they're a real contender right now. Back to the college football world. If you've been wondering what happened over the weekend, you're in the right place. Because there was an upset in Death Valley. LSU versus Alabama took place. And, believe it or not, LSU came out with the win. They were ranked 10 and Alabama were ranked 6, but that'll change. And the crazy thing is, LSU had the ball in overtime. And Alabama had just scored to go up 31-24. to And on the first play... Jaden Daniels, the quarterback, takes it all 25 yards to the house, and there it's 30 to 31. But instead of kicking an extra point, Brian Kelly decides to get real risky. He rolls the dice, and instead of kicking an extra point, said it was the right time to go for two and finish the game. So if LSU did not get the two-point conversion, he'd be on the hot seat just for this one call. But instead, what happened? Jaden Daniels got the ball. He rolled right and threw to his freshman tight end. True freshman. He was in high school last year. He caught it and got in the end zone for two points. And the tight end must have been so happy because he was in high school last year. In his first year in college, he catches the game-winning two-point conversion against Alabama. That's a special moment for him. So LSU did get the win, 32-31 to in overtime. One heck of a game. Death Valley really is a special place at night. I think that it's one of the best college football places to go if you want to see a true game, and this lived up to the hype for sure. Also, number four ranked Clemson lost at Notre Dame, 14-35. to It was a blowout. Who knew Notre Dame was so good? They'd been playing like this the whole year. They'd be in talks for the college football playoff. It makes... It makes me sad, though, because BYU had a chance, a good chance, to beat them in Vegas. But if they had, it would have been a great win. And it would have looked even better with Notre Dame taking down Clemson. But a loss is a loss. And I hope BYU can still finish strong in the season. But anyway, Clemson and Alabama both lost when they were expected to win. It's very surprising. LSU's for sure going to jump up in the new college football rank, college football playoff rankings updated today. And now I'm going to share my um, playoff prediction, which is number one, Georgia, number two, Ohio State, number three, Oregon, and number four, TCU. 
If you're wondering why I'm doing this, it's because Georgia's number one. They beat Tennessee at home 27-13, to and so that's why I think they're number one. I think they're going to run the table the rest of the year. Number two, Ohio State, because they're undefeated, and I think they're going to win the battle with Michigan at end of the year, which will knock Michigan out of the playoff. That's why they're number two. And number three, I think it's going to be Oregon, because they're going to run the table, and that includes beating Utah, and then it will also include beating USC in the Pac-12 championship game. And then they'll be 12-1, and and... That's a great resume to have. Their only loss was to Georgia, who's number one. So I think Oregon's got to make it in the number three spot. And TCU, I think, is going to lose this week to Texas. But other than that, they're going to run the table and win all the rest of their games, which includes a Big 12 conference title. I think that's good enough to get them in the number four spot. The college football playoff rankings, which just came out today, I'm going to make my projections for the top seven first before I read them out and before I even look myself. So I think number one is going to be Georgia. Number two is going to be Ohio State. Number three is going to be Michigan. Number four is going to be TCU. Number five is going to to be Oregon. Number six is going to be Tennessee. And number seven is going to be LSU. And that's what I think is going to be the top seven after last week shook out. There's quite a few changes, but now I'm going to read it out and see how close I was. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Michigan. And number four, TCU. I got those all right. Um, Number five is Tennessee. That's surprising because Tennessee just came off a loss. And, that well, that's surprising. I thought Oregon would be ahead of them. Oregon's number six. And LSU is number seven, like I thought. So I just needed to switch around Tennessee and Oregon, and my top seven projections would have been right. Well, the last three is number 8, USC, number 9, Alabama, and number 10, Clemson. Alabama and Clemson both fell after their losses this week, so it's hard to be an Alabama fan. Sorry, my aunt, but they did lose, so that'll knock them out of the playoff. And so that's not great for Alabama fans, but that's interesting for a college football playoff rankings. It definitely shakes things up, and this college football playoff is going to be surprising. I think that Oregon and TCU are seriously going to make it in, and not a lot of people do, but watch me be right when it happens. Hopefully, it'll happen. But that's that's all I have for this segment. Now I'm going to head to Pick'em. Hello, everybody. It's your favorite, Gabe the Babe, here in Pick'em. Now I'm about to pick some college football games for this week. Believe it or not, there's four ranked-on-ranked opponents in these games. So let's start things off. Game number one, it's LSU at Arkansas. LSU just came off a huge win against Alabama in overtime. They won 32-31, to and it was just a huge win for them. They're riding high, 7-2. and They're ranked 7 in the newest college football playoff rankings, and I think that they'll be good enough to beat Arkansas. So I'm picking LSU for this one. Yeah. Next up, it's Purdue at Illinois. Illinois is ranked 21, even though they just lost to Michigan State at home. But I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because Purdue hasn't played that well in past weeks. They just lost 24-3 to Iowa, and no one should be doing that nowadays. I think Illinois is going to win this game at home. My third game 
it is Iowa State Cyclones at number 18, Oklahoma State Cowboys. What I want to know is how Oklahoma State is still 18, if you know what I mean. They've lost two games in a row, and both of them have been pretty bad losses. One was at Kansas, and one, one, one of them was at Kansas State. So maybe they just don't have good luck in the luck of in the state of Kansas. But I'm going to pick Iowa State to go into Oklahoma State and to beat them. Iowa State's 4-5. and five. This is a huge upset. It's got to be my biggest upset that I'm picking. And pick them. Let's hope it goes right. It's another matchup. It's a ranked-on-ranked team. Number 9, Alabama at number 11, Ole Miss. This is a huge game. For both teams, because Alabama's, they they are basically out of the playoff. But if they want to still do well in the season and get a good bowl game, they want to win and stay in the top ten. But Ole Miss, they have a chance for a big upset at home. They'll be looking forward to this game. I reckon Ole Miss will want to win, but Alabama will too. They just came off a loss at LSU, and they'll be hungry for a win now. So I'm going to pick Alabama for this one. And Ole Miss will give them a run for their money. But Alabama's got all the talent. And that's why I'm picking them. Next up, it's number 22 UCF at number 17 Tulane Green Wave. It's a ranked-on-ranked matchup. Not a lot lot of people would have thought this would be ranked-on-ranked a couple weeks ago. But here we are. UCF 7-2 and and Tulane is 8-1. and it's a race in the AAC college. Fo- it's, it's a race in the AAC championship for the top seed because whoever wins the conference championship makes it to the New Year's Six Bowl. It'll be really exciting. So this is a huge game. I think UCF's got a good chance, but Tulane gets the home field advantage. And I think that home field advantage is going to be too much. Sixty-eight percent of people have picked Tulane. And they're riding high over their past few weeks. They've got a good win streak. Haven't been blowing teams out like UCF. But they've been consistent and reliable. So I'm going to pick them in this one. Next up, it's Wisconsin Badgers at Iowa Hawkeyes. This is a tough game to pick because they're very even teams. They're both 5-4. and four, And let's just say they haven't had the best of seasons. Wisconsin's, Wisconsin's offense hasn't been the best, and Iowa's offense has been terrible. But their defense and special teams has made up for it. Wisconsin, they've they've had a good rushing attack, but not great throwing. And so it's going to be a scrum. But Iowa has had some pretty bad games this year where their offense does nothing. The first game, they scored seven points by a field goal and two safeties. It's such an Iowa thing to do. And since they've just been not reliable this year, they are on a two-game win streak. But Wisconsin, I think, will be able to run the ball on them. So I'm I'm going to pick Wisconsin. But, you know, Iowa's a flip-a-coin team. This is a flipping coin game. Um, I'm going to say Wisconsin gets to win on the road, even though I don't feel that confident about it. Next up, it's... Number 19, Kansas State Wildcats at Baylor Bears. This is a great matchup. Both teams are 6-3, and three, and Kansas State's ranked 19 in the college football playoff rankings, and yet Baylor's not ranked at all, which is a bit funny. 
But I'm going to pick Baylor to win because they're riding high on a win streak. I think they have a win streak of three or four. And I want them to do well because, like I said, BYU beat them at home this year in a game that's a great win. And so, I want Baylor to do well. Kansas State is having not not a great turn in the season right now. They just beat um, o- Oklahoma State 48-0 to at home, which was great. But then they bounced back and they couldn't defeat Texas. They lost 27-34, to and it wasn't as close as the final score says. I think that Kansas State's all right, but Baylor's got a really heavy run attack and a dangerous passing attack too, and their defense is solid. So I'm going to pick Baylor at home for this one. They got the home field advantage, and that's big. Into my last three games. This game is Gabe's game, and it's college game day this week. It's going to Texas. It's number four, TCU Horn Frogs at number 18, Texas Longhorns. This is easily the biggest game of the week. I already knew it before the college game day announced it, and I looked at the schedule. I can just already tell this is going to be the biggest game of the week. And Texas is a dangerous team, so I don't know how it's going to go. But TCU's 9-0, and Texas is 6-3. and so you'd think TCU would have the advantage, but Texas has all more talent, and TCU's got a lot of explosiveness, though. So, how it's going, 66% of people are picking TCU, 34% of people are picking Texas. And Texas's offense is just very good with B. John Robinson. He got over 200 yards rushing last game, and Xavier Worthy and Quinn Ewers, they've got a great talent, and I think they'll be at home to pull off the upset against number four, TCU Horn Frogs. So I'm picking the Longhorns in this one. And if they do, they'll be going to the championship game. We could very well see a rematch of these two teams in the Big 12 Conference Championship game if Texas wins. Go Longhorns. Next up, it's number 15, North Carolina, at number 21, Wake Forest. So North Carolina is 8 and 1, but they haven't played that many tough teams. And Wake Forest is 6 and 3, and they've played a tough schedule even though they're in the same conference. And they're both ranked. It's another ranked on ranked game. So, I'm going to pick Wake Forest because they have the home field advantage. They have Sam Hartman who's thrown for 24 touchdowns this year. And the thing is, um North Carolina's quarterback, Drew May, has thrown for 30 touchdowns this year, but it's been against not great defenses and such, and their wins haven't been great. It's been three by three points, seven points, whereas Wake Forest has had more reliable wins. And they beat Liberty, which has turned out to be their maybe their biggest win of the season because Liberty's 8-1, their only one loss coming at Wake Forest. So that's looking like a great win for them. I'm going to pick Wake Forest. Even though I picked them last week, they let me down. I'm going to try again this week. So come on, Demon Deacons. Get the win here at home. And last game, it's San Jose State at San Diego State. Now I'm going with San Jose State because of their 6-2. Their six and two. San Diego State's 5-4, and four, and they've been pretty good this year. So San Jose State's my pick. And in the last segment... How many points do I think will be scored in TCU versus Texas? Somewhere around the 
80 to 81 point margin. So I'm going to say 81 because you can't pinpoint exactly how many points are going to be scored. So you have to make a guess. I'm guessing 81. But I think it'll be a high scoring contest for sure. It. I think 81 is could be the good over under line. And a lot of people would go for the over. I'd go for the over if I were you. So watch out for a shootout in this game. And that wraps up Pick'em. There are three types of people in this world. Those who can count and those who can't. <coughs> hey, don't forget to watch TCU at Texas this week because this is a great game. Both offenses are so explosive and so fun to watch. They were some of the best in college football. Their talent is loaded and it's a great Big Ten matchup. We may see this game yet again later in the season, but you can't miss it. It's going to be the best game in all of college football. So stay tuned, and don't forget to miss TCU at Texas, because this is Gabe's game, everybody. That wraps up my podcast for today. As always, thanks for listening, and if you liked it, be sure to check out my new recordings every week and share with a fellow Cougs fan. See you next time. Go Cougs!